Activate your personal shield and get your trait to level 3 because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast with our special guests, Omar and And in this episode, we're going over sniping tips and tricks, Battlefront 2, and the Bespin DLC speculation. Let's get started. Okay, now we're going to start off with American and English lives. Let's uh, start off with shopping. So shopping, we have our own sort of uh, food shopping. We have our own set of retailers. We don't have Walmart or Target as you guys do, but we have a chain owned by Walmart called Asda's, and they do mainly the sort of budget, you know, discount stuff. And we have our own chains of Englishness, I guess, Tesco's, Sainsbury's, uh, Marks and Spencer's, Waitrose. These are the bit of the posher supermarkets. So, the, and I'm guessing that the shopping experience when I've been to a supermarket in America, it's it is pretty similar. Um, our food is different, obviously, but we do have a lot of the American stuff over here. So, um, some of the brands that you'll be familiar with, Krispy Kreme is big over here. Uh, Reese's we have over here. Um, you know, you can get a bunch of all, all the Kellogg cereals we get. So Frosties, massive fan. Rice Krispies we get. So, um, so yeah, our experience is is under different names, but I guess pretty similar to what you guys have over there. Yeah. Do you have any farmers markets? Sure. And where we live in England, um, we are in the in the countryside where they do all the. Fresh fruit and veg and the fresh meat. And I guess the other thing about our food is, um, one, the weather's a bit rubbish, so we, our food is probably not as ripe as yours, but equally we don't have as much um, genetically modified stuff. So, you know, our tomatoes are pretty small but fl- uh, flavorous. I know when I've been over there, you guys, your fruit and veg are massive. You've got yes. massive tomatoes and but they're pretty watery and massive cucumbers, but they, you know, they, not the cucumbers have much flavor anyway, but the veg is mainly uh, like huge, but um, not that flavorous, I guess. And then I guess in England, we also, because we're quite close to Europe, we also get um, quite a lot of uh, European foods over here. And uh, it's, you know, we have free trade effectively. So we get really decent, um, Veg from the south of Europe, like France and Spain, where you get good oranges and bananas and apples. So that stuff is all good. In England, our fruit and veg, uh, we have things called plums. I'm guessing you have them over there. Yes. Um, we have, yeah, apples, and uh, but we don't have so much bananas, oranges, lemons, that kind of stuff. It's not really grown over here. Strawberries is big. And in England, strawberries, ice cream, and whipped cream on a summer's afternoon is a classic sort of, with a cup of tea, of course, it's a classic sort of thing. Oh, yeah. What kind, what, what is the gaming situation over there? So here we have uh, the same kind of games, I guess, you, I mean, we have all the, the main games, that, chain or franchise of games that you have over there. Um, we have, so Call of Duty, obviously, the Star Wars, and indeed Battlefront. Uh, Doom has just come out, and I think with you know with the way things are moving from 
being uh, in the old days you used to go down a shop and buy a dvd right and nowadays it's becoming more online and downloaded uh, online the release dates are pretty much um i'm pretty sure global or exactly the same so i'm pretty sure i'm saying that when battlefront was released in the uk it was the same day it was released in the us it's a kind of a global release now i guess so so yeah, mostly we get our stuff online now, although I have to admit um, we bought Battlefront and a couple of other games yeah. sort of from the shop, so they're still DVD-based. Yeah, but I bet you like Call of Duty more. You're free if I'm on the computer. <laughs> so yeah, Call of Duty is the other thing we, we have on our computer, but uh, we have consoles and computers like everybody really. Um, so you do you game on uh, game Battlefront on a PC? Uh, PS4, PS4. Okay. So that was our Christmas present to ourselves, right? So um, yeah, and we are PS4 gamers on on Battlefront. Yeah, we try and get most of our games downloaded onto our PS4, but Battlefront, Battlefront's the game that we have on uh, Blu-ray. Right, right. That's the same for us. Yeah, and. You know, downloading a game, you have to leave it overnight, basically. I think it's like nowadays, what, I'm guessing 20, 30, 40 gigs, even the latest uh, the, that uh, March DLC or update from uh, for Battlefront was a big one that took ages to download. So Yeah, we, we had a problem with our internet, and it took forever to download. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, let's, getting into Battlefront, what kind of uh, guns do you use for sniping? So I guess there are sort of, um, well, there's three, isn't there, main ones. There's the, the Pulse Cannon, the Cycle Rifle, or in the new um, a patch, uh, you've got the DLT-19X. And I guess, you know, I'm still very much wedded to the Pulse Cannon. Uh, that's the favorite. Cycler, I know it's been buffed a bit recently. It's still quite hard to use, um, although it is pretty good for uh, I guess trolling people if you sort of uh, point blank with a cycler it's pretty annoying DL-219X as well that's one that if you patch it with explosive shot then you can get a one shot kill but otherwise you're headshot territory whereas the pulse cannon um, you know that is a one shot kill pretty much every time yeah I'm not a fan of the DL-219X one shot is not very good that's like using a charge-up, like a cyclic rifle. Right, right, yeah. So, yeah, it's, you know, if you've got someone who's already injured um, and you can finish them in one shot, otherwise, what I have to say, uh, what is quite fun is when you're running around, I don't know if you guys have got Jabba's Palace on Outer Rim, yeah. but if you run around Jabba's Palace with that, with explosive shot, then you can troll people, Um pretty bad if you just pop out and one shot them with that and watch them fly across the map that's pretty cool <laughs> uh, what kind of maps do you prefer like sniping on uh i guess definitely sniping you know the thing about sniping is it's usually actually the good thing about battlefront is if you want to run around and you want to be intense close quarters you can do that on most maps and most games and equally Sometimes it is good to hang back at the back of the map and just work on your KD ratio and take out a few people and, and you know, not constantly get blasted within, you know, a minute of spawning. So 
but in terms of the, the best maps, Jakku definitely is a good one. Um, and if you stick to the flanks of the map, so if you don't run around in the center, if you're on the flanks behind the dunes, you can usually pick people off quite nicely. Um, Outpost Beta um, is a really good map, and when you're playing as the Empire, there's some pretty good spots. Uh, actually, when you spawn at the start, there's a good spot. If you've got the jetpack, you can jump onto... There's a small doorway um, on the left-hand side, sort of opposite one of the control posts. And if you jump on top of there, um, eventually what you, you get the gameplay coming to you. It's really good for picking off the Rebels. One of the best sniping places. <clears throat> and then the, the other map is, is it the, the Tatooine one? Is it the Jutland Waste? Or the, the one where they've got a mass Jutland Waste with the sand corner, right, in the middle? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right, that is a pretty good one. And if you're the Rebels, there is a pretty good spot, literally, when you spawn in at the start of the game. If you jetpack um, over, there's a, a little doorway, um, and it's opposite one of the sort of um, blaster turrets. If you jetpack onto the sort of into the canyons there, you can slip between the cracks, and you've got a perfect line of sight over all the Empire, and you can pick them off nicely. And equally, if you're the Empire, if you run back away from the sand crawler towards the your initial control post, and you can jetpack onto um, the rocks up at the back of the control post, and then you've got great line of sight onto the sand crawler and down the sort of the main sort of um, valley or channel where um, eventually people start running towards you. So that is a great place for defending your control points and sort of picking off some decent snipes. Now, what what favorite game modes do you have? So when it comes to sniping, supremacies, uh, I guess the best, and and turning point as well, is pretty good. And that and if you play those, then that, that I guess you're more of a real camper sniper. Um, whereas actually, some of the other maps are also, and some of the other game modes, if you don't, if you're not the sort of person that just wants to hang around in one spot, you know, working on KD, then. Then being a bit of a more mobile sniper, um, some of the other game modes like Blast, to a lesser degree, Droid Run, um, but um, also on Supremacy, you know, you can be moving around, um, blasting, picking up a couple of snipes and moving on, playing the objective. Um, so, yeah, uh, but generally, uh, if you want to have a more chilled sniping experience, Supremacy, Turning Point are the best game modes, I think. What hand do you use for sniping? So when it comes to loadouts, uh, definitely, so Pulse Cannon has to be one of your star cards, and Jetpack, pretty much, if you're playing Supremacy or Turning Point, you want Jetpack, because, again, the, if you get spotted when you're hanging around, then you need to get out of there usually quite quickly, so Jetpack is, is you need that to get to your spots and also to keep mobile. It's Jump Pack. Is it Jump Pack? Yes, Jump Pack. Sorry, dude. <laughs> then, um, <laughs> corrected by my eight-year-old son. The um, the next uh, I guess that the the um, the other star card I tend to use is explosive shot. So um, and I normally have myself a blaster rifle. The is it the A two eighty or the E eleven? They're usually pretty good. Or the E E three or the E thirty three. I can't. I remember. thought you preferred the T the T twenty one B. T twenty one B is also good when you're really counting it up. But um, generally, if you're defending the, uh, 
if you're defending your control posts, then you want an assault rifle or a, you know a, a blaster rifle. And then as a trait, uh, again, if you're playing mobile and you're moving around, you want to be scout so you can sneak behind enemy lines. Um, but if you're camping it big style, then generally bounty hunter is a good trait to have, and, and you get the they've nerfed it recently. But you do get the, um, you know, when you get to level three, which is pretty easy, the, uh, what is it, the power-up's pretty good. So they, that's pretty nice to have. What do you think of the new trait, Berserker? You know, I, I've used it a couple of times. And again, in general, with all the new stuff that came out in the DLC, I think, I can't say I'm a massive fan of anything. There's nothing like wow in there. The one loadout I think I've started to try and experiment with, and I'm just working to get Adrenaline Stan. I've seen it on a, a couple of YouTube channels, actually. Matching Berserker with the Bacta Bomb and Adrenaline Stem to make you a sort of, you know, a bit of a beast so that you can uh, rush into those gunfights, heal yourself quickly, and then deal some damage onto other people. So... Yeah. I've yet to get. I'm just working out adrenaline stem at the moment, and uh, once I get that, perhaps uh, I'll give it a whirl. But you know, I'm not overwhelmed by the latest star cards and weapons that came out in the last DLC. Nah. They are definitely <laughs> trying out new kinds of weapons, so I'm I'm excited to see what they have in the Bespin DLC. Right, right. And what do you guys think of? The new weapons like that Rodian pistol and the, the is it there's a couple of other pistols there. What do you guys think of them? I think the Rodian pistol, the DG twelve, is the DL forty four of the of the DLC because I see a lot of people doing that and it does a pretty good amount of damage, but I'm not a very I'm not particularly fond of that weapon because you can't shoot it that fast. No, right. It's not so good. Yeah, not so good. The I'd, one, rather, I'd rather stick to the machine guns. Right. The machine gun kind. The one, actually, the one card that is pretty good and is pretty good at trolling, actually, is the scatter gun. And the fact that that can shoot through um, shields is pretty, pretty tidy. So, and you get it a lot on droid run. People tend to run the personal shield so that when they are capturing the droid, they put their shield up. So, if you come up behind them and just blast them with the with the scatter gun followed by the laughing emotes that is pretty that's pretty good and it's happened to me several times pretty annoying as well <laughs> that's hilarious I haven't, I haven't used the scatter gun that much i don't know why either oh i'd recommend it definitely that is a the scatter gun it's it's um it's kind of like that scout pistol which took me some time i must admit to get used to it but effectively if you land those the scout gun or the scatter gun on target that's a one-shot kill straight away and you know I've, I've been running around corners and people just draw the scout gun on you and blast you and, and it's pretty annoying so to be able to do that on other people is pretty pretty good yeah I, I see a lot of people using the scout gun again yeah yeah and I guess I think you had to use it in one of the in Jabba the Hutt contracts but um, when you're playing those close quarter combat, that's pretty. Um, that is a pretty powerful weapon, and the scattergun is exactly the same. The, the added bonus it has is it can shoot through the shield. So, you know, when someone has a squad shield up and they're just hanging around in there, and you you can uh, just literally blast through that uh, ditto on the personal shields. It's pretty cool to do that kind of thing. 
finally something that's not an ability for a hero. Right. Uh, what do you think of the UI for the for the hut contracts? Uh, yeah, it's okay. I mean, it would be better, obviously, if all those star cards and weapons were good. But you, because you know, some of them they're fairly easy to get. Some of them are pretty hard to get, and um, you know the DLT is it the, the 19x? You had to get 15 cyclorifer kills, and and uh, I think on one of them you've got to get a load of um, uh, dioxin gray uh, grenade kills. And yeah. That is really hard, you know. No, I've, I don't think I've ever got a single dioxin grenade kill. It's on maybe a dioxis. Two. Dioxis. There you go. Yeah, I haven't but, either, but it's good at dealing damage. Right, and it's good for controlling, you know, like when you're playing Extraction. I think on Jabba's Palace, everyone uses them, i got to say. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. on multiplayer, you just, there was just loads of dioxys grenade gas going up everywhere. Right. And it definitely and works it definitely to deter works. you from going for that object objective, because every time I see that green gas, I am running the other way. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, I mean, the Jabber stuff, uh, the user interface is fine. They could have made a Jabber a bit more fun, I guess. But, um, you know, what's disappointing is you have to, some of them, you have to work your tail off, right, to get those cards. And then when you get them, and then you use them a couple of times and realize that they're pretty rubbish. And, and that's it. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a letdown, really. <clears throat> It'll be good. It will be good in the next update to see some, you know, some decent weapons or some decent cards that, you know, when you win, when you've gone through the trouble of winning them, then you're pretty excited to use them. That'll be good. Yeah, because it's not, it's not just very fair if they're just really rubbish yet. They're so expensive. What's the point of doing that? Right. Yeah. 8,000, isn't it? For some of the, some of the up upgraded ones. Yeah. 8,000 8, for the original one and then somewhere around like four to 8,000. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they've done that to kind of make you know keep people uh, churning along because I think people hit rank fifty pretty quickly. So I guess they they they've made that to keep you on the treadmill of ranking up and and all of that kind of stuff. But you know it would be even better if those cards were good and worth worth the amount of time and credits that you put into getting them. <clears throat> yes, a, a mistake I've noticed with the. Jabba the Hutt, ho the holograms he's holding, it casts a shadow on him, and holograms wouldn't cast a shadow. <laughs> Dude, you, that's pretty geeky, you know, to spot that kind of stuff. That's a, that is a level of detail beyond us in England. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm obsessive about details, so... <laughs> Graphic mistake! <laughs> right, we better put that on the Twitter for those developers to change that one, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, going on to the Bespin DLC, wh what would you want out of it? Um, what do you think, Amir? We definitely want some... I know they've announced the heroes, but what heroes... You know, there are a number of heroes that are missing that we really want to see. Isn't there? Who's that? Chewbacca, they have to add. If there's a Han Solo, there has to be a Chewbacca. Right. And yeah, I, I know we're not going to get that in Bespin, but... Star Wars without Chewbacca or Star Wars without Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, that is not a Star Wars, right? <clears throat> yeah. What do you think about the new heroes, Dengar and Lando? So Lando will be cool, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, that's cool to have him in, in Cloud City, definitely. That Dengar guy, I mean, he literally 
he looks like a leper with a nappy on his head when in the movie, doesn't he? It's like, <laughs> it's like you know, and I'm sure he's not one of the major characters. There, yeah. there are some pretty cool. So I think they they missed a trick really, um, and you know we were just having to think of um, some of the um, you know some more charismatic bad guy characters. And who did you come up with, that, Amir? There was Moff Tarkin. Moff Tarkin. Yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin. General Veers, right? General Veers. You know that? I know, again, that's not one for Cloud City, but that, that guy is pretty awesome in, in uh, Empire Strikes Back. When he Invasion. goes... Yeah, what does he say? Uh, you may start your landing when ready, Commander, or Vader, or something like that. And no, Lord Vader. Lord that's what, Vader. That's what they call him. Lord Vader. And you know that guy who is who would be pretty cool is Jabba's sidekick. Is it... Bib, Bib Fortuna? Yes. You know, the Twi'lek yeah, guy, right? Bib Fortuna. That, he'd, be, <laughs> that, he'd be pretty awesome, I think. Yeah, but we have... Yeah, but no one would know what weapon he would have. <laughs> yeah, they'd have to work that out, I guess. What's, Maybe just, uh, like, a blaster pistol or something? Sure. Blaster pistol, stolen rifle. What do you think, Sage, Sam? What heroes would you like to see going forward I'd like to see Bosk oh, yeah. Bosk yeah of all the bounty hunters he's probably the coolest actually yeah they've already got his weapon in the game right yeah you're always saying not on the other podcasts <laughs> what I I think the uh, force characters are missing is like force powers what would be cool is to use Luke's uh, mind mind trick and turn the guys in the other way oh yeah that would be good actually that would be good Oh, if they had Obi Wan Kenobi, they could do that. They could do that in an Obi Wan. Yeah. Yeah, they could do it on a Tatooine map. Yeah, that would be good to have. Suddenly, to have a couple of stormtroopers running around with you, that would be cool. Yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi and Mos Eisley. Yeah. Running around with stormtroopers following behind you. That would be awesome. No, imagine every guy you meet, you could just get a mind trick them, and then you could have an entire army stormtroopers. One for the private match. Yeah. <laughs> or if, if not be able to control them, at least stop them from shooting you. That would be a cool thing to use. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it would be good if you could, if, if you know, their blasters therefore only affected them on the same team, so then I guess the person controlling them could take the view whether they wanted to shoot their own team or or just, you know, kill themselves, I guess. Then there would be those trolls killing their whole team off. <laughs> that would be awesome, wouldn't it? That, that would be pretty cool. A Jedi mind trick, and then you'd have some traitors running around, you know, just blasting their own players. That would be good, I think. Thanks for listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. This episode was brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast to support the show for the price of one hamburger a month, which is $4. So you're giving up $4 or a hamburger to get exclusive digital bonuses like extra content and real-life bonuses like T-shirts and stickers. Your $4 helps us upgrade to new hardware and keep the podcast going. Our extra content that we have on there right now is a Star Wars talk with our previous guest, YC1000. Please share this podcast with your friends, family, and followers. Rate the show on iTunes or any other podcast app or service because this helps us to appear higher in iTunes or wherever it is and uh, helps us to get more listeners. You can chat with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our Twitter is tie-dye sheep, YT. 
and the Instagram is tie-dye-sheet-films. Email us if you have an idea for a topic or want to be a guest on our podcast. You can search tie-dye-sheet-films on YouTube or on Google and go to our YouTube channel and see our exclusive YouTube videos. We have our Battlefront podcast on there with gameplay, and we also have different topics. Like, I have a series on there hitting two battlefront weapons against each other's the first episode is the dlt 19 versus the dlt 19x even though they have the same name basically they're not the same weapon at all so you can see which is the better all-around weapon may the force be with you always